Okay, I want to talk about this. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, since mental health seems to be such an issue right now, since mental health is such a stigma, and then since I'm always having, I have a YouTube channel that I always see things on my feed in regards to how somebody's mentally ill, and some people are very condescending about it, which is also can be a mental illness in itself, because if you are talking down on somebody who you are saying is mentally ill, then that's pretty ill itself. You know what I mean? That's also not coming from a place of uh, solution. And that bothers me. I don't like to see stuff like that. Um, Because, you know, life's funny like that. Life will do that to you. I have this strong hate for homewreckers. I don't know if in a past life, I was a homewrecker myself. And I have a very unique, very special hate for them in this life. I think that they are crazy because they're not just fucking the husband but they're fucking with the psychotic wife who stands behind the husband which is really scary um but life sometimes throws things at you which allows you to change perspective and um the circumstances are always unique but emotions are always very present in everything every second of the day and what we say and how we say really can shape the reaction that a person's going to give that we're going to get you know so when i see people picking on the what's the word i'm looking for you know the the underdogs that bothers me um because i've been there not the home record but i've been the underdog I, i'm still the underdog but um since mental health is so prevalent right now i think we should talk about it because it's it's not easy and I think that the ignorance is really, we're paying a high price for parents' ignorance. For I don't, I don't think doctors have that. But parents of minors, they do. Because we trust so blindly these doctors and we want an easy fix, even as parents, that we don't stop and think. We're, we're playing with... We can't even see our child's brains, okay? We're ta- I'm talking in, in child still. I'm not talking about if you're already an adult. But if you're a child, because I think adults know better. I think if adults are, they have their right mind, most people I talk to tell me to avoid, you know, they've always said the same thing. Oh, don't, you don't need that. Don't take that. Okay. But most children, most teenagers, they don't have that choice. And they don't know. They trust blindly the way parents trust doctors. That's how their kids trust the parents. So they take these pills because it shuts them up in a nutshell, okay? It allows the parents to forfeit having to change. It allows them to forfeit what they expect of their kids because some kids really just need to be listened to. Some kids just need just a small shift in the way the household is being uh, dictated, for lack of better words. But parents don't want to do that. So it's easier to put a pill in their mouth and it works. I get it. It's we're busy. Parents are busy. We got to work. It's hard to break that routine because bills got to get paid and change is not easy. It's easier to just expect it from a child with no responsibilities than an adult that has stuff to do. But when the pill wears out and it stops working and the child wants to talk, then what do we do? Change the dose, up the dose, change the pill. What is it that we do? antidepressants are a trial and error science is not psychiatry is not an exact science okay you can't see the brain the way you can see an injury you can see a broken leg 
You can see the healing. You can see when it starts to get better. The inflammation goes down. We cannot see what is going on in the brain. We don't know what we're doing to our children. Do you understand? We're not seeing the damage and, and where these red lights are going off for them. We don't know. And the problem is that I'm seeing is how are you going to give a pill? I've read lately a lot of stuff about that they pills, antidepressants have had to rewrite their warning labels. And I'm reading about withdrawal symptoms that I am currently experiencing severely because I the sadness of my spouse leaving became unbearable and I felt like fuck it let's just try this it's my last option but because I'm smart and my brain understands how I was before I feel the difference my brain is exhausted my brain and it took me a while don't think that, I'm not that smart it took me I had to lose I had to find myself in a position where I don't have anything going for me anymore and how did this happen well I do the timeline it's when I started taking Paxil Paxil and Xanax I was prescribed it got so bad that I had to stop the spiritual work I've been doing because the paranoia and the fear took over which I never had a problem with before never I'm not afraid of demons and I'm not afraid of God I'm not if I have God within me then I'm not afraid of him because I stand equal with him okay same with demons I'm not afraid of them because I understand where they've been and where they're at, okay? So for me to become afraid like that is way off. That's not me. But I had to stop the work I'm doing, which left me struggling financially because I couldn't help my clients anymore because I was just very afraid for some reason, which is a an adverse reaction to the medication that I was unaware of, Okay. Then I started to feel this rage, bits of like this freaking craziness I was feeling. And I would feel my brain getting angrier and angrier and I couldn't understand what the heck was going on. Like I would almost see it like a thermometer going up. And then finally I tell my son, <clears throat> my brain's exhausted. My brain has reached maximum capacity. You cannot tell me any more information. I, I can't process it. And I've never, and I'm a smart woman. And for me to say that and have to close my eyes because my brain was just needing to take a nap, you know, and not a nap literally, but just no more information. I, I can't even process if I'm going left or right. Um, that's bad, you know. 90% of people on Paxil cannot come off of it because the withdrawals, Paxil has a very short life uh, expectancy, so the withdrawals hit fast. It's got a less than 24-hour turnaround, whereas Prozac, I think it's a week. So it takes a while to kick in. But Paxil, you start to feel insane almost immediately, okay? Your body breaks it down and tries to push it out pretty fast. That's dangerous. So now what I'm starting to see is that shift in perspective. We see all these people that do these mass shootings. We see, and my heart breaks for them now before I didn't understand. And I'm not saying that's what I'm... And by any means, it's just I'm looking at these tragedies and my heart breaks for the parents and for these kids that end up losing their life more often than not. But why aren't the doctors in, the, in prison? Like why, why are the doctors, why are they free? Why are they prescribing something that makes you lose control of the only thing you have that's yours, which is your brain? 
And then there's a stigma to taking an antidepressant. So when you go back and need help, and by this time, you are out of your mind, you are in a state of like belligerency and desperation. So you're loud, your hand motions are probably going crazy. You're getting more and more upset. But you're crazy because you're taking antidepressants. But so you don't get help when you go back for the help because by that point you're crazy. It's such a lose-lose situation for these people, for myself even. And what, I, what I've noticed now is the rage gets triggered in waves, okay? So now I'm starting to understand why this happens like this. That's why these kids go back to these school settings and they do the shootings there and the damage is done there because that's where the trigger goes off. That's where the mistreatment took place. And when it comes in waves, because I don't always feel... Lately, with yeah, I, I decided to stop taking the pill. Not very smart. I'm going to have to wean off of it. Okay, no problem. I was unaware of these reactions because my general practitioner prescribed me the pill. Therefore, he didn't tell me shit. He wrote it out. I call it in for a refill, and that's it. A psychiatrist would have probably been more on top of things, but that's not the way it worked for me, which is proven to be pretty dangerous because at this point, I've gained all kinds of weight. I... um I just feel out of my mind. I don't feel like myself. I've had to stop what I do. I've lost my... I haven't lost it because I connect with the other side, but I'm afraid of it right now. And I, I don't like feeling like that. So suffice to say, mis muertos no me están molestando because I almost feel like they understand. I don't want to be afraid of them. But if they come around right now, I'm going to freak out. So this causes um, that wave to hit harder when I'm at home. If it was a school setting, I would understand. I'd be, I'd flip out at school. But it comes, and it, kind of where the resentment, where you feel that you were kind of set up. So when you're able to stabilize that, that's why I see how these people manage to get these weapons because it comes in waves, like I said. So when you have it at, at a calm, that's when you go in. That's when you're able to kind of get a few things done. That may be when they go and buy these horrible weapons they use, and then when that trigger comes in and that wave hits. Then the attack takes place. That's how they do it. Nobody's selling a gun or, you know, to an unstable looking person. They manage to control it for a short while and do and, and that's what happens. And then they go back to the scene of the crime where the pain is inflicted. And that's it's a horrible way. And I, I cannot believe I finally see it, you know, and, and I, I do realize that these kids, people lose their lives and that's nobody wins. So when you trace it back what happened mom and dad should have compromised mom and dad should have done the changes necessary to help their child before looking for a quick fix it's like a heroin addict that overdoses they wanted that quick fix they put a little too much they're dead on the floor they should have compromised they should have taken a little bit less they should have you know they didn't want that they wanted a quick fix and a quick fix is never a fix never you know what i mean so I really, I'm starting to, my perspective is changing. And I don't know if my brain's going to go back to normal. Right now I feel like it's, it will, but I've had to make major adjustments. Because um, I literally right now do not feel like I am a, I'm not who I was. It's, it's, it's crazy. And I don't feel crazy, crazy, but I do feel off. And um, I didn't feel like this before. So I, I just don't see why stop stop blowing money on studies to something that clearly has not been a solution. Why don't we change? Nobody wants to change themselves. 
Learn how to communicate. Learn different coping skills. Change your work schedule. Learn how to level down to, you know, be humble. Instead of being so superior and writing out a prescription and then fucking up the world. Because really, then who's responsible for all those deaths? Who's responsible for, for that rage that triggers? Who? Somebody broken goes to you for help and you're going to make them more broken. Then you are the puppet master here. You know? I strongly suggest you keep your kids off of antidepressants. If that's the solution that you're looking for, then you're not really looking for a solution. Okay? That's my opinion. Based on my personal experience. So, I'm going to go take a shower. Because I don't feel good. And, um... My heart just really breaks for people right now. But anyways, love you to pieces and love yourself. Because I sure can't love you right now. (laughs) Alright guys, bye bye.